T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with... Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics. Roger Weiss is in the house. Rich Sanders also joining us. Of course, Rich, assistant coach of the state champion West Seneca. I never get tired of saying that. I was going to say, I was going to tell you that you don't have to say it every time, but I love hearing it. So <laughs> I, I don't mind saying it. It is so cool. Uh, let's say good morning, guys. Morning, y'all. Ah, thank you, Raj. Now morning, it's officially... y'all. I had to do it twice. That morning, y'all, last week was so lame. I, I almost... Oh, God. Are it you was serious? Pretty bad. Oh. Don't get me coughing this early. Hey, uh, Anthony. Yes, sir. Uh, we have another uh, program director on the way in. Producer, you mean? Producer, I'm sorry. I mean, Nate, take your coat and hat off. Stay for a while. It's not that cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Anthony? I know we, the weather's a topic, too, but, uh, yeah, you could feel it. The real reason you know it's cold is when you walk and the little dusting of snow on the ground crunches underneath your feet and all that. But you know what? If the wind's not blowing and the sun's out, it still feels good out there. You know, that is such a – I'm from Florida, just so I don't know Miami. Are you born, getting snow down born, there? <laughs> born and raised. Where actually, it's a little cold down there. But that is such a Buffalo thing. It's not that cold because it's not windy. Man, it is freezing. <laughs> Rich, it is worse when you have to go like to a football game and it's what thirty one degrees out, but it's damp. I'll take this over that any day. I'm yeah, that kind of cuts through you as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, but you, Nate, yeah. you are sticking around, right? I'll be here. Okay, you can put a park on as long as you're staying. But, you Maybe know. my flashers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys are too much. I'm trying to get over this cold that I've had for four weeks. and You sound much better today than you have the last three weeks. Yeah, I think the uh, medication is helping. Uh, uh, thank you, Dr. Simmons. Hopefully we can, I can get over this. And uh, next week it's ear doctor time to try to open up my ear so I can hear. It's Every winter it's such an adventure. I just, you know, I'm sick of it. <laughs> but trying, been, trying to get healthy here. And, uh, has you this guys been make, like that ever since you came back from UNLV? Has yeah. it been a yearly thing? You know, I never had any sinus issues when I was out west. Uh, here, it's always been a struggle. Ever since I was, uh, it was, ever since I was long, young playing uh, sports, you know, you get up for Little League hockey, and you have to get up so early just to get ice time, and, oh, the sinuses would kill me. But anyway, I, yeah, I feel a little bit better, and uh, we are going to uh, press on. We have a lot to talk about today. Well, basically, everything that we tweeted that we were going to do today kind of evaporated, and uh, Center Court was supposed to come on, and he canceled. And he apologized for a last-minute notice, but, you know, something came up, so... 
Yeah, these things happen. Of course, we're also supposed to be joined by Coach Ty Parker and Devontae Gaines from Health Science, but they weren't able to make it in. Right, the same thing. I think this weather is affecting everything. They apologize. That we're going to get them on as soon as we can. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll make it up and uh, and do our best. But in the meantime, uh, Nate, do we have Josh on line one? All right, let's go. Say good morning to Josh Pullman. Josh, uh, good morning. Whoa. A little loud there, Raj. You might want to turn that down. <laughs> Josh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let's uh, let's set the table here for you guys will remember. I think it was, Rich, was a rivalry weekend. Uh, Josh came in with a camera. He had sent me a, a contact me and says, you know, I'd like to come in and, and uh, get some video of the show. I'm doing a documentary on West Seneca West football. And uh, Josh uh, came in, and, uh, and I believe it was rivalry yeah, weekend because we were busting your chops and, about and it. And you know what? I watched that portion of the, the documentary and didn't even remember he was here filming it. Really? I didn't even remember that. I was like, but, wow, this is, how did we get this one? Josh, first of all, your your uh, your documentary on West Seneca West football, Blue Steel, is being released today. And uh, we're, we'll give people information on how to get a, uh, get a copy of it. But first I have to ask you is, where did you come up with the idea to do this? I mean, did you have a thought, you know what, we're going to win a state championship, let me go and start a documentary? Um, it actually came from Coach Vastola. He emailed me on July 16th over the summer, and he asked if I was interested in making an all-access documentary, kind of like Hard Knocks or Last Chance U, because I've been doing that stuff in the TV studio here when I actually went to West. Mm-hmm. So I think he had a early feeling about that. But it wasn't until a few days later, I think like July 26th or something, when Matt Myers and Justin Johnson and then obviously Coach Rich came and transferred to West Seneca West. See, now there's the key. All right. Rich, the icing on the cake right there. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to win a state champion, what you do is you contact somebody to make a documentary before you you know anything of what's going on. And I mean, it's just, it seems like, you know, all the pieces were put into place and it just fell in line. Uh, Rich, you you know, when you found out that this was going to be made, uh, what was the reaction with the coaching staff? I mean, you know, we kind of had to you know (laughs) watch a few things at first but it became like you know once we got familiar with josh and i guess we knew his intentions and how he wanted to make this film it it almost became like he was invisible it was it was like he was there but he wasn't there you know um he was just so good at capturing moments that we would have that we probably wouldn't even remember if we didn't document you know so i think that's the great part of what he did and there's things that I forgot, you know, at one point, and say I'm walking from the car to practice, I didn't even know he was filming me. You know? <laughs> so that's kind of how it was the whole time. And then the angles, like, he has picked, like, angles from inside the, the, the press box with the coaches. Like, the angles from outside of the bus when we pulled up from the state championship, and then angles on the inside of the bus. It's like, how are you in three different places at one time, Josh? Like... Josh, I mean, obviously you put a lot into this. Uh, what was some of the thinking behind uh, the shots that you captured? Uh, did you p- pretty much have a map as to how you were going to do this? Um, I did. I had a brief map in my head uh, just planning out shots. But then, the uh, in particular, the bus shot on the escort home from the state championship. Um, I knew the state championship was going to happen, so I contacted a couple friends who were back home in West Seneca, and I asked them if they could stand out on the side of the road and then go to the actual school and record for me. 
because I was inside the bus with the team. Oh, okay. That shot, and then my two other friends got the shots from outside, and I put those all together afterwards. I mean, it seems like your vision, uh, like you're a pro at this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's remarkable. Kind of tell us a little bit more about the making of it. Um, so I got about 50 hours of footage um, combined throughout the entire season. I went to practice about once or twice a week, and then I went to every single game. Um, I did a lot of extracurricular stuff, like obviously the radio show, and then I interviewed Miguel Rodriguez from the Buffalo News, and I just tried to base it off um, documentaries that were already out there, such as, like I already mentioned, Last Chance to You and Hard Knocks. I just tried to, uh, tried to replicate those and into a high school uh, platform or team. And what's your background? I mean, obviously, this is not something that a person wakes up one day and says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this." I mean, obviously, you got some background in, uh, in, you know, with cameras and and uh, you know, taping and recording such. Um, so I actually graduated from West Seneca West in 2017, and I got my start there in the TV studio in the West TV production thing. And so that's where I really got started with cameras and everything. And I made a lot of videos for the TV station there. And I'm now at Canisius College studying journalism and communications. And uh, I do a lot of the camera work there, too, for ESPN3 Studio. Cool. Are you going to be able to use this for your grader or anything like that? I already have used it, actually, for a couple projects that were last semester. I used a few portions of it. Outstanding. Well, first of all, when is... I mean, it's available today. How do people get... Uh, a copy of this. You can stop by the banquet at West Seneca West Senior High School at 1 o'clock, or you can order a DVD for $20 at joshuapullman.com. That's P-O-H-L-M-A-N. Okay. Uh, if you want to check out more content, you can go to the Twitter handle at BlueStillDoc, D-O-C, and there's more, um, like a trailer and other additional content that's not in the documentary. Hey, Josh, it's Frank from WNY Athletics. I want to say again, thank you very much for including the entire Inside High School Sports uh, cast of characters here to be in the documentary. It was a great video despite us being in it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know we replicate, you know, at least the three of us over here, the three stooges, but, uh, you know, I mean, you made us look really good, and I really appreciate that and including us. So I want to say thank you. I already got my DVD on the way, and... uh, Got a sneak pre- preview of it from Josh, and you know, I'm looking forward to working with you more down the road. Uh, we extend an invitation to you to to see if we can't collaborate. But you know, you're undefeated with the football team, right? Yep. And now you're working with the basketball team, and they're ten and zero. Yep. So are you going to do anything with the baseball team, <laughs> softball team? I mean, everyone's got to be uh, clamoring for your services right now. I mean, can you go to Ken West? <laughs> no, no, no. He has an exclusive contract with West Seneca West. Oh, Doesn't expire until two years Don't forget the softball team. You got to keep the girls involved too. Well, I'm sure you're you're getting a, a lot of attention right now, Josh, and it's it's well deserved. I mean, I you know, in watching the previews that you sent me, uh, actually sent me the whole thing, and I was sitting there in between uh, commercials watching it. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, you really did a great job. I love how you captured the enthusiasm uh, of the town, especially after winning the uh, state championship. It was just remarkable. And it kind of, you know, you relive it all over again. And if you're a West Seneca West uh, a player, parent, fan, Former student, you have to get a hold of this DVD. 
Yeah, it was great. You know, Josh, I appreciate what you did there. I mean, I'm going to have that forever. I'm going to probably use that on the teams in the future when I coach and show them what it takes to, to become a state champion. So I'm glad you were able to document that um, for us. What was the hardest part about doing this? The hardest part? Yeah. Probably probably piecing everything together in a way that it tells a story. Um, because I had all this footage, but then again, you got to piece it together in a way that it like documents the actual season. So it's not just like random cuts everywhere. I need to like smooth transitions throughout the season uh, progressively. Right. I mean, it's not like you just roll camera and then and then you, you transfer it over. It's not like that. You get your footage, I'm assuming, just the same way you would do a radio program, and you chart where it's, everything is going to go, put it together like Josh says, and telling the story. I think one of the great things, Josh, about that video that I really enjoyed was the play-by-play uh, voiceover that was put on with uh, the games. It was almost as if that guy was there calling the games. I mean, that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. That was done by uh, Paul Sura, actually. He was a, he's a West alumni himself, and I found him on Twitter. He's the uh, PA announcer for the Arizona Coyotes now, and he gave the cool. West, you know a shout out at the uh, Arizona Coyotes game on the big jumbotron. I was wondering why we got that. So that was from him. Nice. Yeah, and uh, so um, it really started with Spectrum TV. They wouldn't let me use their play by play for the DVD, so I needed to find another way to do play by play. So I contacted uh, Paul Sura. He was the one that did the play-by-play for all the regular games. And then for the Section 6 championship at New Era Field, that was done by Jason Crowder. And he is the voice of the EMCC Lions from the Netflix documentary Last Chance U. Oh, wow. Did me a really big favor of that, too. Hey, Josh, soon you'll be working with Billy Corbin, making your own Last Chance, or, or I'm sorry, what's the University of Miami one? The U is back. I don't, don't want to know. Come on, the 30 for 30. You I don't want it. Notre Dame over here, pal. Come oh, on. Sorry about that. I don't want to know. Catholics and convicts. <laughs> Catholics versus convicts. Although I don't mean? know which one's which anymore. <laughs> Mark Rick is cleaning it up over there. <laughs> is it tough to do? I mean, you know, at some point, I'm sure while doing this, uh, the fan in you had to come out uh, in rooting for West Seneca West. Yeah, it did. And so that's why I tried to include a little bit from other schools with the little features. Like I had a little feature on Dylan McDuffie, and then I had a little feature on um, West Seneca East. So I tried to make it pretty unbiased. But then again, there's a fan in me that made it a little biased about West Seneca West. As the season was going uh, going along and, and you're capturing this, did you, did you, or I should say, when did you start thinking, you know what, we really do have a shot at a state championship? I think um, after Lakeshore, when there's a scene in there when Coach Redu, Neil Redu, he was talking about how this is the, where the playoff run starts. And that game, they, they dominated and they didn't even have their starters in most of the time. They, so that was when I was like, this team has a lot of depth and I think they can go all the way. And the playoffs, I'm sure, uh, had to have you, uh, you know, on your toes. Yeah, for sure. Especially the um, the Iroquois game that was. At first, it started off, but it was kind of tough, but then West eventually took over, and it became uh, in their favor throughout the entire game. And I'm sure while you're piecing it all together, the memories kept coming back, and uh, it had to be uh, an exciting and, and joyful time for you. It was, especially the stuff over the summer, from the summer workouts and 7-on-7 tournament and just a lot of the stuff in pre- preparation for the season. 
Josh, I appreciate you cutting all the parts where I yelled at the kids, man. I really do appreciate that. <laughs> the, the, those clips are going to come back to haunt you in the future. I, could you send me that personal DVD so by myself, just a cut of all those? The outtakes. <laughs> well, that's what made the documentary only half as long as it would have been otherwise. <laughs> well, Josh, I want to uh, congratulate you once again. I think you did an outstanding job. And, uh, you know, best of luck to you and anything that we could do for you in the future. Don't hesitate to call. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, Josh Pullman, great job. Uh, get out there. The DVD, is, the uh, documentary is called Blue Steel, and uh, get out there, get a copy of it. Great stuff. You know, he didn't even need to bring him in. A, he didn't even need to bring a makeup artist into the studio when he shot us. Scary. That's amazing. It is scary. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. And again, like Rich said, you know, uh, at, like I told you in the beginning, he contacted me and wanted to come in and do it. I forgot he was here as well. We just kind of roll along doing our thing, focus on on the show, and he sat back here quietly, got his angles. You know, we got a nice shot from outside, and then the WGR sign outside of the studio. It's just well done. Now, hang on just one second. Just to paint a picture so everyone at home understands what we're dealing with. The Buffalo Bills ended the drought, and we have to look at Rich Sanders' all show for the next hour wearing that New England Patriots hat. Tony, would you tell him to take it off? That's all right. He can Are do you that. kidding? I've been walking around town all week with this hat on. And I've gotten looks, but no one's ever said anything. That's because you're why. huge. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, listen, I'm just representing my Gronkowski brother all on right. his March to Super Bowl. All right. I'm sorry. Rich, I honestly you know what song we should, we should be around. playing for him right now? I wish I could make you, but I can't. We should be playing This is the End by The Doors, because I got a feeling that this is the end of the evil empire. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. We've got news and notes coming up, and we're going to get into some Bill's talk as well. I'm uh, curious to get Rich's thoughts. Uh, you know, Rich, uh, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to football. Unbiased opinion, I'll give it to you. Very uh, objective, I'll be, I promise. I appreciate that, my friend. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, as I said, news and notes. We've got a lot to talk about, and we'll have more with Inside High School Sports. Confident in our guys, confident in our, in our system and what we do, how we do things. You know, the guys have put in a good week of practice, and we'll see a little bit more today when we take the field here in a few minutes. I think fundamentally, uh, we spent a lot of time on, on the proper fundamentals. Sometimes you see them come out as a result, sometimes you don't, but we continue to work on those, and you know, that would be overall what, what I see right now. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Jerry, along with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, and Rich Sanders. There you heard from uh, head coach Sean McDermott. Bill's playing tomorrow. Playoff weekend. All your coverage right here on WGR Sports Radio 550 Sports Talk Saturday. Following us, that will be the talk. But before we get into talking a little bit about playoffs, we do have news and notes, which we normally start off the show with. But our interview with Josh uh, was uh, we were having too much fun with him, so we carried this over to the uh, the segment. All right, guys, what do you have for news and notes? Tony, uh, let's start with continue with football. Uh, Mike Vastola, West Seneca West head coach. Did I steal your thunder? Is that what you wanted? Okay, I can go with it. All right, good. Is uh, going to be uh, he was nominated for the NFL High School Coach of the Year. Was that the Don Shula? It's the Don Shula uh, head coach. Every yep. club, thirty-two head coaches across oh. the country. Also, note on that Miami Dolphins, their high school coach is Patrick Sertain from American Heritage in Florida. 
I remember him. Former cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. I remember him. Okay. Um, Sticking with football, there's a new head coach at North Tonawanda. You may have heard his name, Eric Jancy. Same as the old coach. NT bringing uh, Eric Jancy back. Uh, So good luck to Eric there. Familiar grounds for him. Uh, Tremendous line coach. Uh, I think he'll get a lot out of them. Former Western New York NFL bowler uh, Angela Gabrielle from Niagara Falls, one of Ed Rentry's girls. She's now at Notre Dame College. Uh, last week she had a very good, uh, uh, she, she did very well uh, bowling. She's a girls bowler. Uh, last week she won a tournament down in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And uh, a couple of the old the guys from last year graduated, Don Germano, Mike Weber, Josh Large, and Ryan Reese. Uh, they did very well as well at a tournament uh, in Lancaster. Congratulations to them. We're still following you guys. Uh, let's see. Wrestling today. The Niagara Falls uh, Niagara Frontier Officials Tournament's underway up at uh, NCCC. If you want to follow the action, you can go to armdrag.com for instant results. A lot of teams, some of the best wrestlers in the area are there right now. Boys hockey. Tomorrow's game between Kenmore West and West Seneca East, a highly anticipated Division II small school matchup, has been moved up. They will play at 8 a.m. tomorrow at Buff State. Originally scheduled to be played during the Bills' playoff game, but they were able to reschedule it, and it'll be now uh, played at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, girls, Don't we have a big basketball game today, St. Joseph Park? Uh, was that reschedule? Because that was... Uh, I imagine, I don't know how it is with uh, Catholic schools. 5 p.m. Yeah, so and that's rescheduled. That's that today. game is on? Yeah. Yeah, 5 p.m. is along with West Seneca East at Amherst, Ken West at Louport. Uh, let's see. Girls hockey, Emma Faso tied Caitlin Drew Mead for seventh all-time in the leading scorers for the Fed with 92 points. She had a goal and three assists earlier in the week in a game. Congratulations to her. And, Tony, that's pretty much all I have for news. No, Greg Dolan. Greg Dolan. Greg Dolan. Williamsville South senior passed uh, Stasiak's record for uh, career points. That was Phil Stasiak. It was a school record. And Harry Skull told me that they're going to honor him before a January 19th game. How about this one uh, in girls hockey? Sissy Harmon, 69 saves. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That was the Hamburg Eden West Seneca goaltender, and I believe she did it, I want to say, against the flop. 69 saves? Yep. She did let one in. That's a busy goalie. Congratulations. For those who are out there new at this flop is Frontier, Lakeshore, Orchard Park. Yep. Last but not certainly not least, you know, Tony, one of our pet peeves we talk about are, you know, Officials. off the air is all these people that shout from the stands uh, horrible on call the this case, well, sure. Here's your chance, big mouth. Yep. New York State New York State Association of Certified Football Officials is looking for you. Come on out, you know, volunteer your time, you get paid. They're looking for officials. Uh, Go over to WNYCFO.com for more information on how you can become a a football official. And yesterday was Francis Beck's birthday from WNY Athletics. Happy birthday, Francis. Happy birthday, Francis. How how old, Frank, do you know? 19 and a half. Not old enough to tip one back. We were at the uh, World Juniors yesterday. He did an outstanding job covering that for us. Um, But I couldn't even take him out for a couple of... Canadian pops after because uh, he's not old enough. Yeah, give him a Pepsi. Yeah, well, you know, if when you're that young, if you, you have to go out and check with some of the old timers uh, for advice, you know, like Marquello Slaughter, you know, that knows all their old timers. <laughs> that old old guy. Uh, no, I just want to chime in on uh, uh, breaking Phil Stasiak's record. Uh, this Greg Dolan is the real deal. Uh, 
Phil's father, Paul, our good friend, uh, told me when uh, I think uh, Greg Dolan was in either 8th grade or ninth grade, he says he expects by the time that uh, Greg Dolan is done at Will South High School, he will have broken his son Phil's uh, all-time points record, career points record, and possibly, and this one I find hard to believe, but if you watch him, you can understand that he might be able to break Mark Coppola's all-time assist record. That's a good trick if you can do it, because Mark Coppola played varsity five years at Will South. You know, one more birthday shout-out. Adam Tardif, the head coach from Lackawanna. It's his birthday today as well, so happy birthday, Coach. Happy birthday, Coach. A lot of good stuff there in news and notes. A lot, of, a lot of people right. born on Three Kings Day, huh? I want to give uh, some recognition to the uh, New York State All-State team that came out yesterday from B, C, and D. Um, quarterback Keyshawn Beal from Chittawaga. Uh, running back Rashad Law from Maryville. Um, Tariq Whitaker from Chittawaga. Um, Jalen Cooper uh, as a receiver from from Medina. Medina. There you go. Our boys from Maple Grove had a handful of them. I got Juan Ingram from Lackawanna, uh, Tavion Roach from Chituaga, and Khalil Horton from Lackawanna. Also, on the first team defense class, be Nick Costanzo from Maryville. Uh, we could we could read the second and thirteenth. It would kill the rest of the show. Cole Snyder from Southwestern, um, Manny. I cannot pronounce that last name from Cleveland. Al Hemiari, he was go. also a Trench okay. Trophy finalist. Vinny Serto, uh, linebacker. Ryan, I'm not. Majorowski, we say in the old country. Majorowski, angle. Oh, he had a nice touchdown run at the stadium, didn't he? And yep, then Aaron Waller from che- uh, Cleveland. I want to say Cheetawaga there. And then Maple Grove, Nick Fabrizio at running back. Um. And I th- uh, oh, Carter, Carter Russo, Russo Zach, and Trim. Zach Trim, Zach Ta- Fisher, Ta- coach's son. Yeah, yeah, well, he was like I think third team. Uh, Tom Delahoy, a defensive lineman from yeah. uh, Cheese, Pepperoni, CSP. and Sausage. And uh, on the seas, you omitted uh, Sam Arrington from Cleveland Hill on offensive line, and Jacob Saro, a running back from Akron. There you go. Congratulations to all. And again, there's as many as we read there three times that many on between the yeah. second and third team. And combined. the 14th and the 15th. And uh, we just we, we take the rest of the show reading that list. Understood, understood. Well, as I mentioned, you know, this is, uh, I guess, a rare time. Not I guess. It is a rare time in Western New York. It's been 17 years since the Bills have been in the playoffs. So I, was a, I was a puppy when y'all last made the playoffs. Uh, I was still working here. <laughs> I, I'll never forget where I was, and I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I'll never forget where I was watching the Music City Miracle unfold the last play where I was standing up straight, literally on my hands and knees as the play was ending in total disbelief. And it's a feeling you never want to have again when it comes to a, like a sporting event. I, okay, now talk about tough. where you were when Andy Dalton hit Tyler Boyd across the middle and he scored. Almost talk in the about same, the positive. Almost in the same position, actually. Almost to it, almost in the exact same position as it was happening. Uh, watching that play unfold and then just tear, uh, not tears of joy. I'm not crying over this. I mean, be a man. Hey, listen, there were some guys that I were know, crying. Be a man. Hey, you I know, was waiting sports. for him to call it has nothing to do with being a man. It's I, a, emotions get... I understand, but the birth, of, the, the birth of a kid, <laughs> yeah. something like that, but... Is that a shot at 
somebody in no. particular? Okay. No, look. It, it, because somebody was crying. Frank is a little bit off. And their <laughs> wife said, you didn't even cry this much when our daughter was born. I'm just saying. Frank's no. a little off on this one, no, Rich. Rich. Don't mind him. All right, all right. Look, if the Bills or Sabres ever win the big one, the big one, I might be a pile of Fruit Loops. Like the rest <laughs> you of will. you guys. <laughs> You'll be a like puddle. Like the rest of you guys. You'll but. be a puddle. I remember, is, is I'm watching, the, you know, the Bills had uh, won, and I'm looking at the scoreboard, and I'm like, oh, man, it doesn't look good. Cincinnati is going to uh, lose, and we are, uh, we're going to miss the playoffs again. So I decided right. to get the kids cleaned up, ready for, uh, ready for the night. And Nick's in the shower. Jeannie was with Samantha in the uh, in the other room doing something on the computer. And uh, I'm half watching it. I didn't realize it was fourth and twelve. So I'm looking at the TV and I see Dalton go back to pass. You know, completion and okay, 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 in the end zone. And I screamed. Now I had no voice. You guys know how how horrible I sounded last week. Well, I pushed it, and my son comes flying out of the shower. What? What? I said, Nick, we're going to the playoffs, and uh, the look on his face was priceless. I mean, he had mm-hmm. that that shock, that that uh, joy, and I said, wait a second. I had to wait for the graphics to come on to show the playoff matchup because as a trained Buffalo Bills fan, I'm waiting for a flag. I'm waiting yeah, for that's what I was saying. I'm waiting for No, them. we're not letting the Bills in. Get out of here. Video review. I was just saying, yeah. you know, I'll, so, I'll believe it when uh, they're on the plane to wherever, Jacksonville. The one they showed the graphic, you know, again, there's, and there's it's no funny because I'm, I'm, as, as I'm going through this and I'm thinking back, you know, this is my son's first experience of the playoffs. You know, I'm an old timer now, so it's it's not doesn't get me as much as it did when I was in my twenties when I would just go bananas. And I thought back, I was ten years old the first time I experienced the Bills in the playoffs. The Bills lost to the Steelers, who eventually won the Super Bowl in uh, nineteen seventy four, and I was crushed when they lost. <laughs> you know, we had OJ Simpson and Ferguson and and uh thinking wow so now my son does, he doesn't have to wait to go to college like so many of my friends that their kids are in college and they're experiencing their first uh playoff uh you know moment and i'm thinking you know well now i know why so many of them grew up not being bills fans picking uh you know whoever it was the soup du jour that year uh green base yeah well, you know you had gronkowski he's a local guy you we all know what new england's done we had uh, james starks Green Bay. At least we had a, a a local connection to root for and all that. But Anthony, you know what I was thinking about? Uh, remember what we were doing uh, the last time the Bills made the playoffs in '99? Yeah, we didn't even know each other. No, How long have we been on this show? Uh, it's going on. It's going on sixteen years. Yeah, sixteen years now. Yeah, and uh, so it would be what a fourteen. A year for later, me. I started the show. Fourteen for me. Wow. That's a long so time. So let's talk about what's actually going to happen in the game. Now well, first of all, well, before we do that, I had because I mean you you've been around for playing the game for a long time, and maybe help people understand. Plus, your affiliation with the Thurman Thomas Training Hour when we did that. Uh, ankle sprains. You have high ankle sprains, low sprains. What are we dealing with here? So it looked to be a high ankle sprain because there was negative MRI. There was no structural damage, and. For him to come out, we're talking about Shady, for him to come out and practice the way he did, um, limited as it was, it, it it's not the worst sprain in the world, all right? 
I did see videotape of him walking to the locker room. I believe it was on Thursday, and he still has a hitch. In he his still has up. a hitch, and then I, I it, I'm just assuming, but it looked as though once he turned the corner and didn't think the camera was on him a, a little bit, I saw his shoulder go up a little bit more. So maybe there's more of a limp, but. I mean, yesterday was good. He limited had limited practice. The thing is this. With his game and the way he plays, if it's not close to normal, you're not going to have the best Shady you, ha- you can have. Right. He's not going to be able to do the things that he does normally, which is what makes him a dynamic player. He's able to cut on a dime, make people miss, get to spots, and accelerate. And it's tough doing that with a high ankle sprain. It just doesn't, it just doesn't go away that quickly. Especially, I would assume that it takes a speed away, which is another thing that's part of his game. Right, it does. And, I mean, you're, you're playing against the number one defense this week in the NFL. So that's another thing. And if you saw last week, the way he played at the beginning of that game, um, it wasn't the best game he had all season. And then the injury occurred. So it's, it's really, I mean, that's concerning. You look at, you know, this is uh, something that my dad had brought up. I remember the Bills were in the playoffs. Uh, Joe Ferguson had a sprained ankle. And I remember my dad saying, you mean to tell me that the guy with one leg is better than the backup with two healthy legs? Is that the case with <clears throat> at the running back <throat> position? If, if, if LaShawn can't do what LaShawn does, are we better off just going On this back? team specifically? Uh, yeah. Oh, I think a 50% um, McCoy is better than the backup running backs. That okay. I mean, you have one practice squad guy because your other, your third string is hurt, right? I believe so. Yeah. So you have one practice squad guy that you just brought up. Who knows what he, what he is? And then you have Tolbert, who Tolbert doesn't fit the style that Shady runs. So he's more of a fullback. He's more of a fullback. You know, but he's, he's more of a defensive tackle the way I saw him on well, hey, field. You know, I got to stay for big guys. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, he's big, so he doesn't fit what Shady does. And your offense has been geared around you. When you are successful, Shady makes big plays. He gets the 20, the 30, the 17 yard runs. That's when you have success on your offense. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll continue to break down this game, getting Rich's insight as to uh, what to what maybe to expect tomorrow. All that and more coming up after this. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, then a Sports Talk Saturday. Your station to get all your up-to-date information on the Buffalo Bills as they get to set, as they are set to take on Jacksonville tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Feels good. I mean, you know, that's good for the city of Buffalo. Uh, the uh, outpouring of uh, donations to the Andy Dalton, I think that's one of the greatest story sports stories of the year. Bills fans showing what they can do. Sorry, Rich. I disagree with you, man. I'm this, sorry. Yeah, well, you're going to, and you can and be you wrong. Know why, you it's know why okay. I disagree with you? Because <laughs> where I work, okay, I see people struggle every single day to find a meal, and we can raise as a city five hundred thousand dollars because someone beat another team to get us in the playoffs to send to another foundation, to another city that they're going to make changes. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Instead of that 
coming into our city and, and, and helping our city. I understand. That's just my perspective. I, I, I understand. I think a lot of people would share that that same. But, I mean, we are a city But of we could spend our whole day right, thinking it. about worthwhile <laughs> causes and things yeah. like that. Uh, bottom line, there are some kids, some children. I don't care where you're from. If a child is going to benefit from it, I'm all for it. How about the big trade that was made during the break between our show? Uh, we traded uh, Nate Geary for Derek Kramer, who's now on the board. I mean, that's been overlooked. Nobody, yeah, that was approved, a big trade. Who approved that one? Alan Harris, I think, uh, uh, came down and he made the call. He All got right. it to happen. And, you hey, know, like I said at the beginning of the show, Nate had his hat and coat on. He was just he was ready. ready. I mean, he, yeah, you called it right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, he, he was ready to go. Darts. What's he doing? I mean, if, if Nate wanted to be incognito about that with me around, he shouldn't be wearing a Notre Dame shirt underneath the jacket that he had. So. No, he made no bones about it that he was ready to leave, Derek. <laughs> Well, he's got an appointment. He'll be back for some sports talk Saturday. All I'll right. be here all five hours on this board. Where so. else would you rather be than, than right, right here, right now. right now? As a matter of fact, the Bengals touchdown, you guys were saying where you guys were for that. I was one of the hooligans that you heard in the background when show, I mean, excuse me, when Bulldog was doing the postgame show. <laughs> cool. cool. It's, uh, it's, it's great to see the uh, community, uh, you know, so happy, you know, do I think the Bills are going to win tomorrow? No, not really. Uh, anything can happen. I mean, this is the NFL. Let's talk about that. So in Jacksonville, you have the number one rushing offense in the NFL and the number one total defense in the NFL. Okay. Okay. Historically, what do you need to win in the playoffs? Defense and the defense running game. Defense and the running game. Now, the caveat to that is that they played the easiest schedule in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, they may have had some big big wins with Pittsburgh and Seattle. Okay, that's fine. Give them that. L. A. L. A. But you look which L. A. L. A. or San Fran? Which the Bolts? The the Col- no. the Chargers. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't. That's not a big win to me. Yeah. Um, if you look at that schedule, okay, the timing of it, Pittsburgh wasn't as good as they are now. You know, then when they played Jacksonville. The other aspect of that is you have Blake Bortles at quarterback. Okay, you have a guy who has more touchdowns thrown to the other team than thrown to his team in his That's career. That's their Achilles tendon. All right, so which happens to be the Bills' strength too, the secondary. Right. So if Doug Marone is smart, keep the game out of his hands and have him manage the game. Which you've seen a lot of wild card teams historically make the play make the Super Bowl with great defenses and game managers at quarterback. And they're able to run the ball. When but haven't they been struggling running the ball lately since, uh, what's his name, was injured? Fournette was injured, but he's healthy now. So, When you say wild-card teams, are you talking about the Bills or Jacksonville? Jacksonville no, is not about, a wild-card team. I'm talking team. about historically. Well, they're in a wild-card game. So I would say... Well, because they didn't have as good a uh, record as Pittsburgh or New England. I wouldn't exactly call them a wild They're the third seed. Yeah. I but think still, it's the wild-card the the wild round. I mean, I'm, they're one win away from... I mean, one loss away from... The same record as the Bills. So to me, I'm just saying a wild card if you're game. The, if, if you're uh, Sean McDermott, how would you attack Jacksonville? Well, it depends on Shady. It all depends on Shady. Does Tyrod have to win the game with his legs? You don't want Ty- Well, you don't want that to be the situation. You want to play a 13-15, 13-17 game. You want to keep it low scoring. You don't want to have to be in a shootout. With this team, Greg Gabriel says they're going to need to do something, uh, uh, pass well on first down. On first down, yeah. I, I mean, I would say 
you need to get some yards on first. I would say just run on first down. Run on first down. I, get I some yards. Even with Shady at 100%, they still need Tyrod to make plays if they're going to beat this team. Right, but he's done that all year in the games that they've won. He's made a player two by strategically offense, you know, somebody getting open, Calvin Benjamin making a play. That, that'll happen, I, I believe. You just don't want it to be where you know that he has to sit back on third and 14 and make a pass to, to accelerate the downs and to win the game. You don't want to put him in that position. And then and, on the flip side, I'm sure Frazier is going to want to uh, force Bortles to beat them in the air. Yeah, that's another thing. And, and, and force the turnover. You stack eight in the box and make them throw the ball. You make them throw the ball. Keep them at third and seven or longer, third and longs all day for Bortles, and I think you have it. You want to make, you want to force Bortles to keep them at third and seven all day against what? Arguably the best running back in the league this year. The, that's a good trick if you can do it. The thing that scares me about that, Roger, and that's that's a great point. The thing that scares me is you've seen games like the Jets, you've seen games like the Saints, where teams come out and they know this is what we're going to attack and we're going to run the ball, and the Bills could not stop it. Now, Frazier talked about the linebackers going downhill, and that was the difference. I don't believe that. I don't believe there was I – I can't tell what the difference was in those games and the games that they were able to stop the run. I, it, it, the Saints game just looked like will to me. Like nobody just wanted to tackle. How mm-hmm. healthy was our defense for the Saints? Health or not health. I mean, you're talking I, about I, a few pieces. We missed DJ Gaines for quite a few games. I was, that turned out he has nothing to do with the run game. Well, I'm just saying, I think our defense is healthy enough that they're going to – Force Bortles to make plays. I think they're going to rise to the challenge. Eight points is a lot of points to be given this Buffalo Bills team. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, but accurate. most of the people don't care don't. about the point spread. We're, you know. Yeah, I don't think the eight points is right. I think they're off on that. I mean, if they lose by three, it's going to hurt a lot more than if they lose by seventeen. Believe me. All right, guys, we are pretty much out of time here. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Roger, and thank you, Frank. Thanks to Derek, and uh, even though uh, you know. Nate, Nate, uh, prediction, so real quick. Shy. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm gonna say uh, Jacksonville 21, Bills seven. Frank, I, I think Buffalo 13 10. Crash. Jacksonville by uh, seven. Rich, I'm gonna say Jacksonville 23, Bills nine. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Nate Butel uh, will be here. We're going to talk girls basketball. We'll talk to you then. God bless America. Go West. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.